Welcome back, everyone. This is the second part to our episode of, uh, oh, geez, of uh, Lord of the Ring versus Star Wars. And We're now, all a little bit under the weather, guys. <laughs> a little bit, I suppose. It comes and goes. Yep. And uh, and uh, we just discussed the uh, the the story, the characters, and the lore mythos of the three. And uh, we've already decided, I guess, by technicality, just mere margins, Star Wars appears to be winning right now. Yes. For the time being. On positivity. Yep. <clears throat> now, the question is, now we're going to turn on our negativity and start to nitpick these franchises over the same three things we've been talking about. Yep. There we go. We're also so, going to include fans as well. We totally forgot. Like, which fan base is better? Yep. Oh, well, all right. Base and fandom is better? Who's yep. the less toxic oh, fan base? Okay. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to say about that then. Since I'm going to give a positivity for that one. Okay, go ahead. Which is a little confusing. I just opened this with negativity and now we're adding a positivity, but whatever. Just a, just a quick one. <laughs> okay. I think Lord of the Rings fans are way more chill, but arguably a hell of <coughs> a hell of a lot geekier. Oh when yeah. They, when they actually get together and talk about Lord of the Rings. Yep. See, I Whereas feel like I Star Wars and it's way more popular and there's conventions and everything. But I think <coughs> Star Wars fans and again I say I say this with some trepidation, especially when it comes to the sequels, can be some of the most toxic, salty asshole fandom that I know of. You, you, you are dead on, brother. Yes. Like my God, if you know about the whole saltier than crate and the whole sequel hate them, you're like, dude, chill out. You're acting like these people are on the Nuremberg trials, for God's sake. <laughs> I mean, holy fuck! <laughs> I remember, or I mean, I, I shouldn't say I remember because I was little when it happened. But when the prequels came out, there was those like, like man childs that would be like, like George Lucas raped my childhood, you know, sort of thing. And then, you know, now that the sequels are out, you know, same, 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 uh, or what would you say, like same uh, argument? Different Same horrible hate them. Exactly. <laughs> yep. 
And it's like, dude, I know they piss you off a little bit, but my God, that's not a crime against humanity. Yeah. <laughs> so just for that reason, I'm going to say Lord of the Rings has the better fan Yeah, base. Yeah, I would say Lord of the Rings has the better fan base. Fuck yeah. Same here. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there you go, Tyler. I think now we're officially tied then. We are officially tied because I'll say this right now, like Kyle just said, Star Wars fans, you guys are so cool, but you guys are the most annoying, toxic pieces of shits I've ever seen in my fucking life. And I'm also including those people that bomb abortion clinics. <laughs> like oh boy I, we're gonna get some email about that one uh this is the whole point we're talking about negativity so we'll, we'll, we want all the smoke <laughs> we want all the salt in the conversation exactly <laughs> so, it's just i i, I <sighs> see with the lord of the rings fans they're chill they're fun they're calm they're geeky. Yeah, they're you know. geeky and they own it, right? Yeah, and that there's nothing wrong with it. But with Star Wars, it's like, like, I, I like. Let's say we go to like a Star Wars convention and be like, "Hey, dude, that that's pretty cool. Like, I like it. Can I take a picture with you?" And the person says, "No, you gotta pay." I'm not paying no money to take a picture with you. Fuck you. <laughs> Oh damn! Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like it's like we're all we're all supposed to have fun and blah blah blah. Nah, it's just like toxic people like that, and people think like they know everything about Star Wars. I'm gonna admit I don't know a a lot more anything about Star Wars than these fucking people do. Like I enjoy watching the movies and I enjoy watching like (sighs) you know the side like movies or side tv shows like i you know i enjoy watching it but i'm not gonna go around through my entire life thinking like oh i'm big bad motherfucker and all i think about is star wars um oh my god what else do you watch other than star wars you know, know what seriously. i mean i know seriously man it's a similar problem with people who only play D and yes i am going to die on this hill uh <laughs> uh, pre- previous episodes ago that me and Kyle discussed about D&D. <laughs> What's the Dungeon Dragons, in case you don't know? Yep. Uh, Lauren, do you have anything to say for the fandoms? <laughs> uh, man, uh, all I can think of is the only worst fan base I can think of is um, as much as I love Harry Potter, Harry Potter has a bad fan base. Oh, do they? We do not. We do not want to discuss about Harry Potter right now. No, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. With all the drama right now about just, uh, uh, you know, rolling. Yeah, I mean, I mean, talk about a, a fan base that loves <laughs> that loves it so much that they dedicate their whole life to like which house they were chosen in because they went on Pottermore.com and then they- all of a sudden they they denounce the creator. <laughs> It, it's, funny how much, it's funny how if much. About it, if you think about it, it's not that different now from certain religious movements. If you think about it, in a way, yeah. <laughs> in a way, they get so into it, they define themselves by it, and now, in light of new information, they go, "You know what? 
Fuck the original people. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But we're not here to talk about Harry Potter. <laughs> we're here to talk about Star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Yes. A uh, real quick side, ta- side tangent, because uh, before we like officially, officially get started, um, and I, I'm going to forget it if I don't mention it now. So this is a little bit off topic, but not quite. Uh, so we were talking about the new Shadow and how that was an incomplete sequel to Lord of the Rings. <clears throat> Uh, that actually reminded me, there was a similar situation with Roald Dahl and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. So if you guys know, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory has a sequel called Charlie and the Great Glass Elevator. Um, yeah, they never made a movie. In like seventh grade. They never made a movie about it, but it is an official sequel to Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And that book ends with Charlie uh, going to the White House and visiting the president. And they, Roald Dahl actually wrote the first chapter of the third book in the Charlie trilogy, I, I guess, called Charlie in the White House. Oh, and it's on display at some Roald Dahl museum in, uh, I don't know where it's at. It's on display at, in, in uh, some oh, Roald Dahl museum. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah, somewhere. So, But it, just like uh, The New Shadow... It's only one chapter, and that's it. But it is an official entry in the uh, uh, the Charlie trilogy. Wow. Interesting. So, I don't know. I, I, I had to bring that up because uh, uh, we were talking about the new Shadow. Um, but that's it. Okay, so let's get back to Lord of the Rings <laughs> and Star Wars. Um, okay, so we're talking about fan bases. What's uh, uh, Let's talk about the negativity with uh oh what were we talking about first the uh the story story negativity in the story what are the cons of each of the stories Ooh, of the wow that's a really good question <laughs> uh lauren i think i think i think you're starting then all right i'll i'll start with this um man lord of the rings the Mm. I we, we did kind of we did kind of mention this in the uh, the first episode here, um, but uh, you know like how how Lord of the Rings was more contained under one man's vision than Star Wars is. Yeah. Uh, so with Star Wars, yeah, it's mostly gonna negativity is mostly gonna be with Star Wars in this case. Uh, the story, and even even. As everybody everybody's kind of mentioned, even the prequels, which was all George Lucas's vision, even the prequels do have uh, do have issues. That, you know, everybody likes to uh, everybody likes to uh, uh, complain about. It seems like there's a maybe like a few plot holes here and there. It's all like, wait a minute. Do I even need to mention Jar Jar Binks? Yeah, it's like where was Jar Jar this whole time? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but. I, I think now that we have the sequel trilogy out, that's where most of the uh, um, that's where the most problem, of the problems are at. That's where most of the problems of the story go. If you ask me, and I, I've talked to it, I've, I've talked about this to death on our on our podcast here and there um, about my opinions on how the prequel trilogy turned out. And if you ask me, the you know Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, it's been about. You know, it's it's been about family. It's been about the Skywalker bloodline. Yep. And to me, it made absolutely no sense to have this Ray character, who's like supposed to be 
you know, if each of the trilogies were supposed to focus on a Star Wars or a, a Skywalker character, you got the prequels on Anakin, you got the original trilogy on Luke Skywalker, and the sequel trilogy was on Rey, and Rey's trying to figure out her identity. For me, I was all like, well, she has to be a Skywalker. You know, she has to be like, I don't know, Luke's long lost child or the long lost child of Han and Leia or something like that. Right. Or I was and then, thinking like Obi-Wan at, at least, you know? Even Obi-Wan would be kind of a stretch because it's all like if if you you know bring if she's the one that's supposed to be like bring balance to the force, which we'll get to when we get to like lore right. for Star Wars and the and issues. Yeah. Stuff, yeah. I have some issues with that. Um but with yeah, with with Ray, it's all like she, <clears throat> with with Ray that you know they reveal her identity. She was a Palpatine. Yeah. And it's like, okay, it's a little weird. It's not really like this is the Skywalker saga now. This is the Palpatine saga. But I was at that point, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm still want to see like where this goes. <laughs> the final scene. This is the the last like official scene in the entire Star Wars or the Skywalker saga with Episode Nine. And, you know, she goes to the Skywalker family house on Tatooine. Yep. And she get, she just decides she gets to pick her, her name. She's she's Rey Skywalker. And they're implying that brings balance to the Force. And in my mind, I was thinking, like, well, if that bring, brings balance to the Force, anybody could just call themselves a Skywalker exactly. and then fulfill the prophecy. Yeah. And, and in, in that case, it was all like, well, why didn't – when you know, Anakin turned to the dark side. Why didn't when Obi Wan moved to Tatooine and went into exile? Why didn't he just rename himself Obi Wan Skywalker and then fulfill the prophecy on his own? Exactly, exactly. It's just to me, like I, I ever since the the uh, Disney sequels that came out, I've never watched them ever again. Yeah, I only need to watch them one time and one time only. I still want to binge. I still want to binge all of them, knowing what I know now. It, uh, yeah. From one to nine, but yeah. uh, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I still, I still have to do that. It's, yeah, it's just to me, it's just like, like, like you said. Why, why is she uh, a Skywalker now? Like, if if you're gonna be doing the Skywalker saga, the complete, the complete story of it, like you just said, Lauren, why is is she a Skywalker from the beginning? Yeah, to yeah, to me she she should have been either a biological Skywalker or she shouldn't like, have been the main character at all. It should have been completely focused on Kylo Ren. Yeah, Ben Solo. That, that, that's what my my opinion was because on. Because he's a Skywalker. Exactly. Because and then he has Skywalker blood in him. <laughs> exactly. It doesn't yeah, make sense. I mean Kyle, Kyle, what did you have to say? Okay. As far as mythos goes, <clears throat> besides the horrible blue balls we get from the new shadow, <laughs> yeah. which must be acknowledged in any conversation. Although, you know what? Let me start with just the stories themselves before we get to mythos, because I think yeah. mythos is going to yes, be the longest story. conversation. It's a little bit unfair because Star Wars is so spotty. With some of the stories and storylines. Because. Mm-hmm. I mean the originals are. Almost perfect. Almost. Yeah. yeah no, every, there's, there's still flaws here and there. Yeah. 
There's the whole Endor thing. There's the really unexplained incident with Jabba. Really, the Return of the Jedi is the most problematic of the originals, and even then, not really. Oh, yeah. oh, we got some fighting words here. <laughs> we got yeah, considering the plot. It, 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 it's the quote-unquote most problematic, and even then. Well, by... a lot of people saying that is like the, well, one of the best Star Wars movies. Well, they're wrong, because Empire Strikes Back. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. No, I, I, I'm not, like, like, that's my top second favorite movie of all time. Uh, <laughs> right? I'm to, to quote uh, Clerks 2, there's only one return, and it's not of the king, it's of the Jedi. <laughs> Oh, shit. oh boy, <laughs> oh, that's, that's another wow. fighting words, bro. Wow, <laughs> so even just considering the original trilogy to the Lord of the Rings trilogy, which we mm-hmm. can't, we've agreed we're going to talk about all the trilogies. Yes. yes, um, the prequels have the problem with, like I said, do I even need to mention Jar Jar <laughs> <laughs> and just the horrible shittiness of Kid Anakin? Yeah. And and the stupid ass pod racing parts. Which I know it's for kids, but still. Uh, I know what you mean. Right? But you do have that very epic duel at the end with Qui-Gon Jinn Obi-Wan and Darth Maul. I kinda yeah. have compl- I mean I, I I love the duel fates, but yeah. I kinda have a problem with that fight particular because of Qui-Gon being dead. In the sure. first fucking movie, yeah, Qui Gon. If anyone should have a backstory movie, it's Qui Gon Jinn. Yeah, go back Absolutely. to, uh, to our uh, old episodes. <laughs> yes, and I, I think I think one of the issues with the um, <laughs> with the prequels, at least with maybe maybe with Episode One and, and how the the storytelling went, um, they should have had. As much as I like Qui Gon, they should have had Obi Wan be the one on, uh, you know, tattooing, finding Anakin. Yeah. I didn't feel, honestly. I really didn't feel any connection between Anakin and, and Obi Wan in Episode One, Episode Two, and Three. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Episode One, it just there's just that part where they meet, and then he's all like, "Anakin, meet Obi Wan." And then, like later on, you know, after during Qui Gon's funeral, he's all like, "I promise, I will train you to become a Jedi." That's really it. And this is like the whole point of the prequel trilogy is to show that friendship and mentorship between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Yep. Leading up to the part where they betray each other. If there's one like big problem with the story, just the storytelling in episode one, it's having uh, Obi-Wan just be kind of like brushed off to the side and not really interact with Anakin that much. Yeah. I hear you, man. Yeah. That's definitely a factor to consider for the <clears throat> the originals. Yeah. But as I was saying with that, but then the prequels end on such a strong note. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I know people talk shit about their prequels, and there's all those dumb, janky prequel memes that we all like to laugh about. But mm-hmm. it really ends very, very well. It yep. perfectly ties into the original trilogy. I you couldn't have 
tied it in any better, honestly. <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. everybody thought it was going to suck with the tie-in, but it doesn't, man. They yeah. nailed it. Yep. And then there's the sequels. And let me let me just say this. I, as long as I can remember, uh, as long as I I first saw Star Wars, the original trilogy, for the first time, and I saw like the prequels and everything, I always wanted to see an episode seven, seven, eight, and nine. Yeah. Ever since ever since I saw the original Star Wars, like I want to see you know what happens after after episode six, and you know when episode oh. seven was released, I was. Uh, absolutely pumped and couldn't see uh, couldn't wait to see where the uh, the rest of the trilogy went now that episode 9 has come out i've kind of reflected on the sequel trilogy existing at all or, uh, existing and and i kind of i kind of wish that it didn't exist at all not because of the storytelling is a mess when you really think about it episode 6 is the happy ending yep to make it to make it is it there's really, I mean, true happy ending. Yeah, honestly, it's gonna. I mean, you know, stories will go on from there. You can make spinoff films if you want, but to continue it, you have to imply that, you know, after watching like episode one to episode six, and you see the, uh, uh, you know, like the the gover the Jedi Council and uh, every like the government, you know, fall and then you know turn into a dictatorship, and then the rebels rise up and defeat the Empire. And then now there's this big celebration. In order for the series to continue, it has to now reverse and go back into a dictatorship. And and then what are you going to go from there? Just like repeat the same thing over again? The cycle continues. Exactly. The, the cycle continues. I When I really thought about it, I just wanted to see, you know, uh, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and everybody just raise a bunch of Jedis. And that was it. And then when I, when I really think about it now, it's all like, yeah, episode seven, eight, nine, even, even if they were written, well, it wouldn't make sense for the series to continue after episode six, because you episode know what, Lauren, six, you make a great, great point. Yeah. Episode six is such a perfect ending to the franchise. And as much as I would like to see more of the characters, it doesn't make sense for the franchise to continue after that point. Exactly. And that's one of the things I had a problem with when episode seven came out, even though I was super excited, I did have my doubts on how this story was going to continue after episode six. And what we got is what we got. And there's, there's nothing that nobody can go back on. Even if now that John Favreau and Dave Filoni <coughs> Have the have the authority, not really necessarily the authority, to rewrite the story, but there's no going back because people are going to remember that it still exists. Like, like no matter how much you try to erase it, it's going to be there regardless. Exactly. Yeah. So. Man. That's exactly. that's that's one thing I have my issue with the story. Like like you said, Lauren, like episode six is the definition of the true happy ending to exactly. what what this saga is supposed to be like, even though we got the prequels. It it fit it ties in and it fits. I now I'm I'm also including Rogue One because Rogue One to me is by far the most 
like the the most like Star Wars movie it, it, as it is. Yes, because it's the definition of what the story is about with the Death Star. Exactly. Yeah. It's like the it's the I I said episode three was a perfect tie into uh, uh, the original trilogy. There, episode four that's like a or Rogue One going into episode four that's like a bonus movie. Exactly. Yeah, that's that's that also is a perfect tie into that movie. Literally, it's like you can watch episode you know, episode or uh, sorry Rogue One and then immediately start episode four and it it will still feel like the you know the story's continuing. Exactly. Seamlessly, yeah. So, that's my nitpick on on the Star Wars story. As far as for Lord, as far as for Lord of the Rings, I mean, the story within the Hobbit, they, it did not really need Smell to have the second part. It can literally. I do... mean, I, here's the thing: it didn't even need to be a trilogy. Well, th- could... that's what I'm trying to say right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, no, you, you you can add on to me, Kyle. Okay, I'm. Just, I just think, like, if Peter Jackson could have just not caved to studios and said, "No, I'm not doing a big epic battle thing over one fucking paragraph of a book," yeah, just because you want a little bit of Lord of the Rings flair again. No, I'm going to make an adaptation of The Hobbit, and it's going to end with the death of Smug, and we're going to yada yada the five army parts like it does in the book. Yeah. Instead, he makes this giant, pointless, almost parody of Lord of the Rings movie with the Battle of the Five Armies, which I still don't understand why anybody pushed that project forward. Yeah. And just. See, that, that, it would be kind of like if uh, um, you wanted to make, uh, hypothetically, you wanted to make uh, uh, Star Wars Episode 4 into two movies. And you made an entire movie off of the Kessel Run because it was mentioned once. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that's that's, that's what it's like. stupid. See, yeah. see, I didn't have a problem with the first movie with the of the Hobbit, uh, a Journey's End. Mm-hmm. See, I didn't have a problem with that because when I saw that, I was like, okay, this is good, but did it really need to end like that? Like you can automatically like continue it if you wanted to. True. But at the same time, you don't want to sit there <coughs> in the movie theater for like the next what? Another two hours? You know what I mean? Because it's a three hour yeah. movie. Yeah. So like, like I said in the, the, the first episode, like, you know, I, I when I watched the first Hobbit movie and they, they got to <laughs> well, like where the first Hobbit movie ended, I was all like, well, wait a minute, that's like 75% of the book. And then I was all like, wait, wait, they're going to, because at that point, I think they were still talking about two films, just doing two films. So then like, I was like, okay, well, what are they going to like stretch the smog into three hours? And not only did they stretch that into three hours, they just added a whole nother movie on top of that. Yep. That's that's my problem with the second movie, because you could, instead of doing the Battle of the Five Armies, you could literally tie in Smell and the Five Battle of the Five Armies. Five armies yeah. in one movie. Then again, I kind of see what, e- even though it's it's a problem, they shouldn't they shouldn't have done it that way. Um, I can kind of see where where they were going with uh, with having three movies for the Hobbit because when you think about it, 
Lord of the Rings is one journey, and that was three movies. The Hobbit is a separate journey. So they're all like, okay, well, let's just have three movies for that journey. I can see where they were going with it. Um, but in in order to pull that off, they really, really had to milk the Because The Hobbit is a short, short book. It compared really to is. Lord of the Rings. Compared to Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit is a very short book. So I was I was surprised when I was hearing they were just going to, you know, split it into two movies. I was like, do they really have that much content to, to, to do that? Exactly. And no, they put it into three movies. <laughs> Kyle, uh, fact check on how long the Hobbit book is, please. Um, I would say the Hobbit, the book itself, is probably two to three hundred pages. Okay. Yeah, it, yeah. So it's it's. I mean, really, really short. It's still, a, it's still a decent length, but I mean, when compared to each of the Lord of the Rings books, it's very, very short. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it and there. I don't want to say they're they're not really good movies. It's a guilty pleasure of mine because I I sit there and I watch The Hobbit throughout into like the Return of the King. I will literally do that if I have the time. But at the same time, it's like, do I really need to watch all three Hobbit movies? I just need to watch the first one, and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah. The, it, when you watch the first one. And you finish all the smog scenes. That's really all you gotta see. Yep. Yeah. And 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 that really hurts it. And I I think I think we've gone on and on about the greatness of the story of Lord of the Rings, with its sense of fellowship, magic items, all the characters and creatures they run into. The yep. strengths are just really obvious with Lord of the Rings. But I gotta say, just in comparison to Star Wars, I think. Lord of the Rings is just vastly superior in the plot of its movies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's why I, I ultimately chose that uh, over over Star Wars is because Star Wars is just too much of a mess at this point. It really with the is. Storytelling. It's a borderline unfixable mess now. Yeah. With the story. It's going in the direction that I fear Marvel might be. Yeah. Marvel's a whole different topic. That we That's a whole other topic. Like, and Brand- Brandon's not here, so... <laughs> <laughs> if Brandon was here and he heard about Marvel, we'd be here for, the, like, the next day. <laughs> yes. God. Brandon, yeah. if you're listening, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, for me, Lord of the Rings wins with story. Yeah. Um, and then only because the- Star Wars is such a shit show. Yeah. Yeah. And unfortunately, the book of Boba Fett is not helping. I'm not going to review book of Boba Fett. <laughs> we'll discuss that later on. Yeah, we'll get to that. Let's let's go into the lore now. Yeah, the, the lore. lore characters. Yeah. So I, I know I chose um, Star Wars for the lore um, uh, in, our, in our previous episode. Uh but I did. I did kind of hint that I had a, a kind of a big problem with uh, one aspect of okay. the Star Wars lore, and th- this is something. So in, in the original trilogy, yeah, I kind of focused on the Chosen One story, and then it, I mean, essentially, that's what all three of the the trilogies are are focused on is is the Chosen One, um, and then the prequel trilogy it had that 
it added that part with uh, the prophecy. Anakin was the the chosen one to fulfill the prophecy to yep. bring balance to the Force, which is an interesting concept. It is. Uh, the thing is, the prequels never really showed you what that means. Exactly. To bring, what, what bringing balance to the Force essentially means. I mean, when when you think about it, it's all like, okay, well, how did Revenge of the Sith end? It was like, okay, well, there were two Siths. There was uh, Darth Sidious and Darth Vader, and there were two Jedis left. It was Yoda and Obi-Wan. Is, did he fulfill the prophecy and bring balance to the Force in that way? Uh, and it was like like a, uh, like a, the par- prophecy was just ironic or something. Um, but then you know, like there's all these like spinoff things with the uh, uh, like oh no, Ahsoka, you know, because you know that was that came after uh, Revenge of the Sith, the Clone Wars series, yeah. and like oh, Anakin had this apprentice this whole time named Ahsoka, and she's been alive this whole time, and there's like you know, hundreds of other Jedi's that that survived Order sixty six. When you think about it, it's like okay, well. And then there's also like some sieves out there as well. So it's like, okay, I don't even, I, it, I guess balance of the force doesn't really mean numbers. So that was something I was actually really hoping that the sequel trilogy would fulfill by the time they got to episode nine. See, with, it, sorry to cut you off, Lauren. I, yeah. I, I 100% agree with you of what you're talking about. If only yeah. they would at least include Ahsoka in the sequels, the Disney sequels, it would have make a lot more sense to put Ahsoka than Ray. I I agree. Exactly. You know what I mean? It would have been yeah. not Anakin and Luke formula. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because and I, I think when we were talking about our our um uh, is our, our what if episode with uh, uh, episode seven, eight, nine, like what we kind of wish the sequel trilogy would have been? Yes. I mentioned that um, for the title for episode nine, I wanted it to be called Balance of the Force because I wanted to see what that means. And if, if this is like the end of the Skywalker saga, that's what episode nine should have been is Balance of the Force. And they kind of had like a throwaway line in episode nine with, with Anakin saying uh uh to to ray in in that vision scene he's all like bring balance as i did and i'm all like what did you even do you like you massacred a bunch of of younglings yeah i i don't know we never really got we never really got an explanation of what balance of the force means and that's that's one of the biggest missed opportunities in in star wars lore in my opinion yeah, it, never explaining the balance to the force. I agree. Yeah, because if they're really trying to bring balance to the force, what they're trying to do, like we did, we really need all these Jedi's and Sifts to battle each other to see who's going to be the chosen one. Yeah, why well, just the case? And here's the thing: this is just a theoretical. If it is so crucial to balance the force, wouldn't it be in everyone's interest? To kill all the Jedi and the Sith? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why That's, the thing. With it? That's the thing. We don't know. And actually, so um, I, I change my ranking of the Star Wars movies all the time. Uh, but at this point, I think Episode 8 is my least favorite, at least of the nine movies. 
uh, episode eight is my least favorite yeah. of, of all the Star Wars movies. Last Jedi. I think it creates the most problems. And I've, I've just listened to our, our Star Wars, uh, our Star Wars episode. We talk about it all the time. Yep. Um, but when the trailer for episode eight came out, there was that ending line that Luke Skywalker says, where he says, it is time for the Jedi to end. That like perked up my ears when, when that trailer was released. I was all like, like, what if the Jedi were wrong the whole time? And bring truly bringing balance to the Force is bringing an end to the Jedi. That yep. was a concept I really, really wanted them to explore. And no. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, Rey is all the Jedi. I don't know what that means. Nobody knows what it means. <laughs> Whatever. Nobody knows what it means. What happened? No, I mean, just nobody knows what that means. Yeah. So, I I still prefer Star Wars lore over Lord of the Rings. I think um, as we kind of we already kind of voted on, but uh, that is my big problem with with the uh, Star Wars lore is what does balance of the force even mean? <laughs> it it's means a legitimate nothing. point. It doesn't mean anything at this point because the writers don't care. <laughs> I think just like I think this whole thing is going to be about Star Wars. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> I feel like it, man. Unless, let me unless... just say this. Let me just say this. All that that you said about Star Wars is perfectly legitimate, but I do think it's a little bit weird that in Lord of the Rings, the lore is basically, "Hey, look how perfect the world is." And look how humankind constantly fucks it up. Oh, we fixed everything in Middle-earth, but somehow humankind will fuck it up until the world ends. Yeah. yeah. Like, that's basically the really long-term view of the lore in Lord of the Rings. And I know somebody's going to email about me. You're so far off, you're wrong, but am I really wrong? <laughs> Am I really that far off? Exactly. You know what I mean? I mean, cause cause there is that to Lord of the Rings. Yep. It's just But I still think Star Wars has the worst has the more problematic mythos to it. I yeah, again, like I don't have any problem with the lore of Lord of the Rings. I just wish the Hobbit was just a bit longer, but also like combine everything in just in one movie. That's my only complaint about the about the Hobbit trilogy. I don't have so much of a complaint about the original trilogy. It's mostly more of how do I say a little bit more like <coughs> character um, complaints at times, <coughs> right? But yeah, Star Wars is Star Wars is Star War. God damn, I can't fucking talk. Star Wars is lore. God, say that five times. Uh, it, it's just a big, big, gigantic fuck fest. Oh yeah, there's no question. Like it's borderline, just unmanageable at this point. Exactly. 
Um, Lauren, you got anything else to say about the about Lores? I think I said my piece. <laughs> okay. Kyle? Uh, the only thing else I want to say is as much as I was raving about how Lucas is so strongly influenced, and again, this is another knock against Star Wars, I guess, how Lucas is so strongly influenced by the whole Hero with a Thousand Faces monomyth hero archetype thing. There's a pretty good consensus now with mythologists and people who study origin stories and things with tropes and storytelling that Joseph Campbell, the guy who wrote all that, is probably way off from an idea, that idea of a universal hero story. <laughs> so from that, it kind of makes it sound like Star Wars is based on a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just <sighs> holy shit. <laughs> um, goddamn, hold on. I'm sorry, guys. I'm blowing my nose. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I don't got anything else to say about the lords. Um, let's go. <coughs> I guess we we're, we're gonna go into characters, right? Characters. Characters. Oh, All right. I'm, I'm curious. Does anybody have any problems with any Lord of the Rings characters? Um, other than the fact that Gandalf could have been uh, Samuel Jackson when he became Gandalf the White, <laughs> <laughs> which which is a inside joke from off of the podcast. <laughs> um, God, problem characters. Okay, I, I have an worm tongue was a little bit overplayed. Yeah, I agree with that one. Yeah, but otherwise, I really can't think of any like flawed or problematic characters. No, I, I have a hypothetical, not really like bad characters, but could have been a weird choice for the actors to play the, these characters. Um, originally in the 70s. They were going to be doing a uh, Lord of the Rings movies. You know, they had to wait till the early two thousands. You know, to really get it right. Obviously, with the you know CGI and everything. Right. Um, but in the seventies, there were talks of making a Lord of the Rings trilogy. And get this, from the four main hobbits, so Mary Pippin, uh, Frodo, and Sam, the four main hobbits, they were going to cast the four Beatles. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if it was like John Lennon and Paul McCartney were like Frodo and Sam or something like that. And then you'd have like George and Ringo as Mary and Pippin. But, yeah, <laughs> so we were going to have we were going to have the four Beatles as, as the four main hobbits. And uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe it could have been awesome. But let's face it, that, that would be a very odd choice. <laughs> I don't think I have a problem with any of the Lord of the Rings characters. But yeah. Besides Wormtongue, I don't think I really have any problem. Yeah. So I yeah, that's that's why uh, by that default I have to say Star Wars is the worst one. Yep. <laughs> uh, who is the worst character? Who is the worst character in Star Wars? And that is a tall that is a tall statue, too. That is a tall statue. Um, God I, damn. 
of, of the uh, the sequel trilogy, at first, I mean, the the worst. I think the worst written character is 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 Rose Tico. Just not having, you know, like like there's absolutely like no point on having her in the movie. Yeah, at all. Yeah, for whatever whatever reason she was in that movie. Exactly. Yep. She, to me, yeah. To me, she she feels like a character that would be like, like one of the employees at Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland. Like she's she's supposed to be like a nobody in Star Wars. She is a nobody. She is a nobody. Yes, but they they're really trying hard to make her like one of the you know like the next like Lando Calrissian or something. Uh, no, um, they're not. I uh, no no absolutely not. Exactly, yeah. They're because they're all like, oh, is it the second chapter in this trilogy? You got to have this new character, and yeah, it, it didn't work out at all. And you know, props to J.J. Abrams and and Disney for like make, making her have a much much less significant role in Episode Nine. Uh, you learn from your mistakes, so you know, give credit where credits due. Um, but I honestly, I don't. If you ask me, like when the prequel tri- or the sequel trilogy first came out, I would say that she was like the worst new character. Um, but when you think about it, she's not. She yeah, she she just kind of does her thing. That's it. it. It's just her her subplot shouldn't have been in the movie at all. That that's my really only my really my only problem with her. I now I that I'm thinking about it, I think the worst written character and most pointless for even being in the movie was uh, Laura Dern's character in episode eight, the pink haired general lady. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean like, what like what was, what was her point being in the movie? She was there, you know, when, when Leia's in a coma. Holdo by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Holdo. Yeah. When uh, Leia's in a coma, she just starts calling the shots, and then, like they, everybody turns on her, and then Leia comes out of a coma, and that, that's it. Her character, realistically, if if they were gonna kill, and then yeah, then they killed her off. Uh, her character technically could have just been replaced with Admiral Akbar, who they killed off in that movie as well. If they were gonna, if her, her character was written just to be killed off, then. Yeah, they should have just had Admiral Akbar in it. Yep. Or just replace her. I think. Yeah, that's uh, I, 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 funny, Long. I don't want to interrupt your stream of thought, but Admiral yeah. Holdo is literally, literally on an entry of an online Wikipedia called Load Some Characters Wiki. <laughs> and it just starts off with a content entry titled Why She Sucks. <laughs> So, um, to answer your question, the worst character in Star Wars, or at least the main movies, I, I would, yeah, I would say Holdo. I mean, I mean, you know, some people would say Jar Jar Binks. When you think about it, Jar Jar Binks, even though he's like annoying and everything, and you know, he screws up all the time, his character, or at least him being in the story, had significance. You know, he he. He helped the main characters along the way in the first movie. Holdo and and like Rose Tico, they had like no point in being in the movie at all, and they 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 served like no purpose. And they were yeah, they were just there. It did it did not bring anything to what the story is about. Exactly. 
Yeah, I would have to agree with you, Lauren. Like, I'll even, I'll even say, I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but I'm going to say it right now. I, w- I kind of will have to say Ray as well. I mean, he just has a ton of problems. She, the, just, not the actress. She, she, she played her part. She did well. I don't, I, I'm not hating on her, her acting skills. Mm-hmm. It's just the way, like we just talked about a little bit ago, it's the way to portray her character. And we all thought like, oh, maybe she could be a Skywalker. Or maybe she could be a lost daughter of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Or I was thinking, hey, fuck it. What if she's the lost daughter of Qui-Gon Jinn? <coughs> I remember that theory floating around. Yeah. You know, I would have been fine with that. Like, But she just they just made her into a pop. I don't know if it was like this was on board or maybe they're like, oh, maybe we can bring her. We can make her a Palpatine. It's like and I'm, I'm pretty sure it was all last minute because Palpatine he wasn't even written into the trilogy until uh, the trailer. Yeah, until like the trailer was released. Essentially, they were just like, "Oh yeah, Palpatine's in this," Dude, and because uh, they didn't have jack shit for the last part of the trilogy. Exactly, and I I know like the the original director who I I think it was the director of Jurassic World was the original planned director for Episode Nine. Yep. I don't know what his story was going to be or like what Ray's identity was originally going to be revealed. Um, but yeah, I don't know. They they just had like wasted so much potential on her character. They really did. They really, yeah. really did. They really did. Her, her whole character arc to me, just with the last movie, it just kind of it doesn't yep. matter at all. Yeah. All the buildup and all the hype just for basically nothing. Yeah. And I, I think I, I started to mention earlier um, Finn. In the original or, uh, Force Awakens, Finn oh, yeah. was actually like, like one of the standout characters for me in, in the, uh, the, the Force Awakens. Yep. I was thinking like, like, hey, this is an interesting concept. It's a stormtrooper. When, when you think about it, like stormtroopers, they're just like the pawns essentially you know they're 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 clones uh they're clones and i guess yeah eventually then they uh uh, they just recruited people to become stormtroopers um as as finn did so so finn he's like a a nobody you know fighting for the for the bad guys in in this trilogy (coughs) stormtrooper turning good and and rebelling that's something that we we've never seen in star wars exactly I, I really wanted to see where his story was going to go. And then with him, they just like, okay, well, episode eight, he gets to go on this uh, Casino Planet Rose Tico side mission. Let's save the space elephants. Oh, sort of. God. Or space horses, whatever they were. Well, whatever those fucking things were right now. I, I hate that Casino Planet. <laughs> we all do. We all do. We all do. Uh, and then episode nine, I don't know what they were doing, but they were like hinting that he had force abilities. Cause like throughout the movie, he was all like, Ray, I have something important to tell you. And then never brought he, it up ever. Never again. brought it up again. And then I was all like, well, what was that important thing? And then I like, like looked up on the, 
uh, on like the Star Wars Wikipedia page or whatever for for the the Rise of Skywalker, and then it said, "Oh yeah, he had he had he wanted to tell Ray he had Force abilities," and I'm like, "I didn't pick that up at all." Yeah. What? <laughs> oh. So, what what another wasted potential? And then yeah, Poe Dameron, I I never cared about his character <laughs> at all. I never cared either at all. Like he he never he was like written to be like the new Han Solo. He was or he, did he never come close. He never came close. There was like ne- never a single moment where I was like, yeah, it's Poe Dameron. No, I, he's just the there. The closest I ever came to that is when he's with Flynn in the first movie and they give mm-hmm. each other that kind of bro head nod. I did kind of like that. That was That's kind of it for me closer. though. Yeah. Yeah, but that's that's about it. That's the only like and then like the the moment where all three of them hug at the end of Rise of Skywalker, I never really felt that. I mean, maybe with Finn and and uh and Rose, but yeah. It it was just Yeah. yeah. The people people trilogy just has a lot of meh characters. It's just one big gigantic, like I said, fuck fest. Um, yes. So I think we've made clear that we think Star Wars has the worst lore. The worst lore and the worst of the, the characters. Worst story and the worst characters. Yep. Even though even though generally I, I do prefer Star Wars characters over Lord of the Rings characters. <laughs> I, I, I might need to retract my, my vote. I, I think uh, in this case Lord of the Rings has far less bad characters than Star Wars does. Yeah, totally agree. Until we see Tom Bombadil. Oh, God. Yeah, let's see what we got here. <laughs> Bombadil. You'll see. You'll see. You'll hate him just like I hate him. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Tyler, what's the score tally then? So, I think right now, Lord of the Rings is in the lead right now. <clears throat> so now we just have fandom to talk about, or have we already discussed enough? I think we already discussed that. We already discussed that. I think we we burned the crap out of Star Wars in this episode. <laughs> Man, I know. This episode title is going to be like, Lord of the Rings, you're cool. Star Wars, go fuck off. <laughs> Seriously, man. Oh my god. Um shit. I do do we have any final thoughts? Um oh man. You know, part of it is just Star Wars is in this like dirty cocktail of, of modern culture and just fandom and all that. And but Lord of the Rings is sort of Lord of the Rings is kind of like Rome. It's timeless, it goes with the ages and it's always good. Yep. You know what I mean? It, and, it, and, it, and it got big with Peter Jackson long before there was anything like expanded universes for franchises. Mm-hmm. Have you guys uh, seen the animated Lord of the Rings movie from the 70s? Wow. Well, <laughs> I mean, we're include those shit fests. We're going to have to do this whole episode. <laughs> oh god, we don't want to hear all that. Start all over again now that I mentioned 
<laughs> all the Ralph Baxi movies. Yes. Oh, I think I think this was a really, really good episode. It was. I had a, I had a lot of fun with this one. And this is something that, you know, me, me, myself and Lauren, well, I came up with it and then Lauren was like, yeah, let's fucking do it. Yeah, and it, I'm, I'm glad we did. It was... We had we had a lot to talk about, like like new kind of like new input on on both franchises, which we have previously talked about in the past. We we had like new things to say about it, and kind of new new formed opinions, and and uh, a lot more a lot more insight as well. Exactly. Yeah. So, God, my voice is being shot right now because of me being sick these past couple of days, but. Um... I had a lot of fun. This was a, a, a lot of fun. Kyle, uh, thank you so much for being our host and our thank guidance. You. No problem. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Grand Wizard, I should say. <laughs> Grand Wizard, oh my God. Well, you want me to... I know you should take with any pride, by the way. <laughs> Did you want me to fucking call you Gandalf the fucking white now? <laughs> or would you rather be called Kyle the Grand Wizard? I don't know. It's a little Ku Klux Klanny for me. Oh my god! <laughs> Just imagine like a new version of Harry Potter that's all like, "You're a wizard, Harry, but not that kind of wizard." Oh no! <laughs> oh god! All right, we're ending the episode, right? <laughs> um, before we sign off, Lauren, um. I believe I was a special guest on your show the other week. Yes, you were. Yes, we we, we had an episode on the Lauren Files called uh, it was on the classic film Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I have heard part of it. It's uh, yeah. wow. What the hell is your buddy Chris going on about? Like the whole fucking oh that dream he had. <laughs> yes. The part that just made Tyler go, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, and please. I have to listen to that a couple times, and I was like, what the fuck? Just, just rewatch it. Or rewatch it. Re yeah, listen listen to it. it. Yeah. Now, occasionally, yeah, we'll, we'll bring up dreams that we've had on the show. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we had, we had a good time with that, with that one. What's what's funny about that episode? We literally just watched the movie, and we started the show, and we literally forgot everything that we we're about to talk about. Exactly, <laughs> and we just winged it. We're like, "Yeah, about the about Yoshi, blah 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 blah." Uh, Peach, Peach was not in the movie. <laughs> oh yeah, and she then, isn't. And then and then Chris just started watching football in the middle of the episode. <laughs> What? Yeah. This is just the madman. Yep. <laughs> he just went fucking. I can't even do this. <laughs> Man, yeah, it it turned out pretty great. <laughs> it was a, it was a great time. It was a great episode. I thank, thank you again, Lauren, for having me. You're, on you're welcome. I always look forward to having having new guests on the show. Yep. Got to do a uh, Waterworld uh, part two. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's like there's a second movie 
Man, I gotta watch the second part of this set. It's called Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, that's right. <laughs> because it's the prequel, right? It's a prequel. <laughs> I I added I added uh, something on there too, Kyle. I don't know if you heard what I said. You know how Dennis Hopper was in Waterworld. Yeah. Well, Dennis Hopper is in in, He's in Mar- Super Mario Mar- Brothers. So, so we, we created, there's like, uh, in addition to like the 10 movies you have to watch while watching Waterworld, you also have to watch the side, the Dennis Hopper side mission story, which it starts with Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, and then it leads into Super Mario Brothers, and then finally Waterworld. <laughs> I mean, it makes about as much sense of that whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> Holy fuck. But yes, the, the Lauren Files. Um, yes. Super Mario Brothers episode that I was privily, previously on, and it was a great time. Check it out, and uh, have, we had a good time with it. <laughs> yes, we did. Yes, we did. All right, let's close this son of a bitch out. Uh, Lauren, where can people listen to us? Well, you can listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. And Kyle, what is the Twitter account? Our uh, Twitter account is Fellowship Pond nineteen. Yes. yes. And we try to post cool stuff on there. And apparently, Tyler is uh, in the talks for some other podcasts or something. Yep. I sort of almost want to suggest like. A fan suggested episode for us, maybe. Yeah, of course. Could be interesting. Which Absolutely. is, which, which, by the way, is just a cry for help for episode ideas, guys. I know. <laughs> help us out. We're all busy. <laughs> We're so fucking busy. I mean, two one thirds of us couldn't even be here. <laughs> just think about that shit, guys. Exactly. Unless you guys want to be part of the show, please let us know. <laughs> oh my god! And over on, oh my god, on Instagram is Fellowship Podcast, all one word. Uh, Lauren runs over there, posting some great stuff. He will be posting up some great stuff. Uh, hopefully tomorrow. Yes, yes, I'll I'll do that. Uh, uh, uh the, some of the Lord of the Rings stuff we've been talking about today. Oh, awesome. I'll post it up on there. Yes. Well, this has been a great episode, guys. Uh, again, this is part two of this entire saga uh, that we were been talking about. I hope you guys have a wonderful night. Have a wonderful week. We'll see y'all back in whatever the fucking episodes we think of. And peace <laughs> out, everybody. <laughs> Goodbye. We're not lost, come on, let's go. You're the